0: Well, good morning, Dr. De Headfield, and welcome today, one of our reading plan as we read through the book of James. In this time, I want to invite you to read, meditate, and pray over these passages as we trust God for a faith that works. James 1 verse 1 says, James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the 12 tribes dispersed abroad, greetings. Now, this letter was written about 10 years after the death of Jesus. The author is James and he introduces himself as a servant of the Lord Jesus Christ. He was writing to Jewish Christ followers that were scattered abroad among many non-Jewish communities. And in this letter, he's encouraging them and us, for that matter, to live in alignment with what they had learned in Christ. Now, it probably seems quite plain that James calls himself a servant of Christ until you discovered that James was the brother of Jesus. I'm sure none of us growing up with siblings would ever make the mistake to think of them as the Lord of the universe in human form. No, something massive must have happened in the life of James, because initially, like most people, he did not believe that Jesus was who he said he was. But later, he became this key figure in the history of the church. He's found praying with the other disciples in the upper room before the Holy Spirit is poured out on the day of Pentecost. He becomes the leader of the church in Jerusalem. In fact, Paul calls him a pillar of the church in Galatians 2 verse 9. And though we don't have a record of this in the Bible, church history tells us that James was martyred in eighty sixty two, beaten to death for his faith in Jesus. Now, what would affect such a change in James? going from probably being annoyed with Jesus to being deeply devoted to him, going from faithless to faithful. Well, 1 Corinthians fifteen seven says that Jesus appeared to James after his resurrection. Of course, that's what changed him. You see, as we read through this letter, we'll see that James tackles one major theme, and that's Christian maturity. The people he wrote to, very much like us sometimes, were suffering and struggling. They were saying one thing yet doing another, not walking the talk of their faith. They were being obsessed with the world's fallen standards of success. They were struggling to control their sinful passions and some were walking away from the faith. James is going to challenge them. Their true faith always leads to action. But the place that it starts, the place his own journey started, was not willpower or trying to be a better person, faking it until you make it. It starts with Jesus, putting your full faith, hope, and trust in Him and what He has done, committing your heart and life and will to Him. Maybe in the season under lockdown, you felt your faith wavering. Maybe you've not always acted Christ-like toward those around you, your family or your kids. I know that I've not always done so. And maybe you are seeing that your faith needs major maturing. Well, James is here to encourage us, start and end in this one place, a servant of Christ. Pray to him, listen to him, be found in him, rest in his grace, be challenged by his truth, take up your identity in him, know that he has done on the cross so that in faith we can do today. So as you reflect and pray today, here's a question. What is the one place in your faith that you realize is immature? And what do you think is the heart of God for you in this area? Let's take this term and pray. Let's be honest and open and let's trust God for a faith that works. I'll see you tomorrow.